Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Ephrata Community Church Weekly Podcast, a conversation with our pastors and leaders meant to continue encouraging you to know God, know freedom, know purpose, and make a difference. Hey, Ephrata Community Church. It's great to have you joining us once again for our weekly podcast. Thanks for taking the time uh, to hear what's going on here at ECC. You know, we're going to dive into the past weekend. Dan, you brought the message. Really excited to hear from you, but we also take time uh, to talk about uh, some of the behind-the-scenes things that take place. Uh, it's really fun, more casual opportunity just to dialogue around ECC culture and what takes yep. place here on the weekend. So uh, really excited to have you join us uh, here this week. Dan, we are in the midst of our Neighboring series. You were yeah. week two uh, where you shared about uh, your... I mean, you shared a number of things, but before we get into the details, yeah, I'd love to hear what, um, you know, as after you finish a, finish a message... There's a lot of response that comes, yeah. both positive, perhaps sometimes negative. But uh, what was your general experience after the message was delivered? You, three services, by the way. We yeah. launched our third service this weekend. Yeah. Um, you know, what was the feedback that came to you just generally? What did you experience? Yeah, Matt. I mean, it was great to have the opportunity to speak. Uh, three services. I just want to thank everybody that's made that happen. Yeah. It went smoothly. Um, you know, as I was working on this message, I, I thought, well, there's so many different places. Like, this is such a huge conversation. Sure. Uh, but the Holy Spirit just really impressed upon me. Like, let's make this as simple as possible. Not because our people can't handle difficult, but because I think that when it comes around this conversation, like, if it's not tangibly simple, then uh, you, you're just left with, okay, I should do this. And then we just kind of perpetuate, the, like, the... Well, I'm not doing this. Yeah, of course. Feeling that we can we can have around this. Yeah. So, um, so I worked on that uh, and really, you know, followed the spirit's lead on that. And I think that would be what I I would received from people as what was most helpful to them. Right. Was that it was simple. Uh, I can think of one conversation that I had with someone where they 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 saw me in the lobby and they were like, "Now this is something I can do. Yeah. Thank you for making yep. this easy." And uh, and for me, you know, as a communicator, I was just like, yes, like that's all I wanted yeah. was for people to be able to walk out mm-hmm. and say, all right, this one thing in my mind, like yeah. who's the one person yep. that that God is uh, God is working on their hearts that He's asking me to join Him, yeah. you know. And so um, I was so encouraged by that. I actually, my prayer and hope is that this idea of like who is the one would become something that's culturally a normal thing around yeah. here. Like even in connect groups, like to say, hey, I, I have one, and can we pray for him or yeah. her this week? You yeah. know, that kind of thing. Yeah, I remember last week um, when we had our first, um, when we started the series off, we took time in prayer because there's so much shame and condemnation that can follow mm-hmm. this type of message. I love what you just shared because, you know, at least my wheels are turning there's there's only so much that telling people you don't have to feel bad for what has not happened, right? There's yeah. no shame here. Well, that's good. That's important to say. But that's only like half of what people need. Mm-hmm. You need to provide them. Here's how you go forward, though. Yep. You know, and so the the um, I think people are able to get past shame for what maybe they should have been doing. You know, every scenario is different, of yep. course. But uh, the general felt experience of I know I I know I need to I believe I ought to I know and and I feel bad that I haven't yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so to to meet people there is appropriate. Hey, the blood of Jesus. Let's <laughs> let's 
Yeah. How are we moving forward, though? Yep. So you providing very clear, very simple. Here is what you look for. Here is how you go forward. Helps people to move on from yeah、uh, the past, you know, the reflection on the past and what they haven't done, and look forward to. Here is where I am going now.、Uh, and I would say that's probably why you had people coming up to you saying thank you. Like、yeah. I know what I need to do now. Well, and on the same token, that's I mean that's really why I felt just、um, I felt so led to open up with just the own my own shift、sure. that I had to make. Yeah,、um, which I love that story by the way. <laughs>、um, the whole the difference between being neighborly and neighboring.、Mm-hmm. Um, and did you find that helped me? I love the story; it's so、oh. relatable. Did you find people remarking to you about that? Yeah, I think I think so, and a lot of I mean, just even that you know the first point or whatever that shift from、mm-hmm. being neighborly to loving my neighbor.、Um, I just wanted people to understand that you know I, I'm a pastor.、Uh, you know I've tr- been trained in different things, but at the same time I'm a person.、Yeah. This is not easy.、Uh, I grew up in a Christian home, I, and and so to move to a place where I had to intentionally do this.、Um, You know, it's a real thing, and so、um, I once heard, I once heard Andy Stanley say that、uh, if you preach out of your own weakness, you'll never run out of material. Okay. And so,、um, you know, around this topic, it's painfully true. <laughs> it's painfully true, right? <laughs> But around this topic, you know, I have a lot of that material as、sure. far as like failing, as far as、yep. trying again, as,、yep. and and it's not about shame, it's not about condemnation, it's an invitation from the Lord. To join with him, yeah, and、uh, and that shifts a big. It's a big shift, and it's、yeah. so much easier for me to just be a nice guy who's friendly to everybody、yeah. than it is to truly take the Great Commission seriously. You talk about it being a shift.、Uh, I don't know if you mentioned this. Was this just like one day you go to sleep believing one thing, you wake <laughs> up because Jesus met you in the middle of the night, and all of a sudden you shifted and everything changed? Was it gradual?、Yeah. Like, how, what did that look like? Yeah, no, it was not a. It was not a. Conversion experience yeah, or something、exactly. like that.、Um, it was a it it was a it was a season of time,、uh, quite honestly, that was birthed out of reading the Book of Acts. Okay, and asking the question,、um, a whole lot of things. But one of the things was if if this is what it looks like to be a follower of Jesus, then simply does my life look that way? Yeah, right. And、um, and so that. That comes into a lot of different things outside this conversation as well. But one of those things、right. is, is you know whether whether you want to call it personal evangelism, whether you you know whatever you want to put a word to that.、Sure. The question is,、uh, do I truly love people enough? I mean, you and I shared off the podcast, and and I think we 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 have a lot of.、Uh, I I would say some people maybe have some church trauma or like you know. What I'm about to say even like brings up you know some like harsh words, but at the end of the day, it is true. Like、uh, I, I can think of two people in my neighborhood right now that are people of peace,、hmm. and and if they don't know Jesus as Lord, they're going to hell. Yeah. If I don't do whatever I can、right. to contend in heaven and pray for them and try to engage them and introduce them to Jesus, then I'm not loving them. Yeah. And, and I don't say that harshly or with guilt. Right. That was a shift that that came. It's over an appropriate、me. truth and reality that Jesus revealed to you. Yeah, like obviously that statement you just said can be used as an abusive. Tactic. Yeah, and I, I know you're not doing that. I'm、yeah. saying, but yet it still remains true. And when Jesus reveals that truth to you, you don't feel 
condemned no. or religiously obligated. You're actually invited to be like Jesus to people around you. Yeah. Uh, and even he releases strategy and grace mm-hmm. to do it. Uh, I imagine that's what you experienced. Yeah, and so once I experienced that re- kind of that revelation, then it's like, okay, well, this man, this takes an awful lot of reorientation right. in my life, yeah. and uh, and I'm still on that journey. Yeah, yeah, but so, there's grace to make that again, grace to make that adjustment. Absolutely, um, and and we've had seasons. I shared a little bit of this on Sunday. You know, Jessica and I have had seasons where we've really gone after this, mm-hmm. and then we get busy, and we have all kinds of other things going on in sure. life, and then it's like, you know. Uh, I, I'm not, it's just, it, it's a, a continual reframing or continual readjusting to, hey, you know, we're called to live lives yeah. that are missional, that are engaging the world around us. And so, yeah. um, <clears throat> but there is so much grace for it. And when you start to see things happen, um, you know, I shared some of that on Sunday, but I have, I have so many stories because, and I can get so excited about it because, like, I have seen God work through this strategy. Sure. Um, in ways where now, now, like, people of peace that I've been engaging with for years, mm-hmm. now their friends are becoming people of peace. Yeah. You know, and it's yeah. it's just amazing the way that that God continues to open up uh, space for me to share the gospel. Do you find that there's a lot of people carrying maybe a um, form in which evangelism needs to be performed, for lack of a better word? Yeah. Um, you know, maybe the Jehovah's Witness model, knocking mm-hmm. on doors, dressed up really nice. Do you know, do you, you know yeah. what their approach is? Or street corner evangelism, shouting, or uh, <laughs> Billy Graham, you know, yeah. or, you know, Joel Bomber. There are people where yep. you observe, oh, there's an evangelist tactic Mm-hmm. And in order for me to share Jesus, people maybe subconsciously assume, and I am, and have, not am, I've dealt with this. Yeah. I've come a long way, but I recognized it. It was in me. I would run away. I, how do I say it? I felt uncomfortably pinched between, I know I need to share Jesus, mm. but that model was so terrifying to me. It, yeah. was, it, was, it was not how I'm wired at all, and I didn't have the wherewithal to properly understand yeah. that I don't have to do it that way. God can actually call me to do it in a way that's in alignment with how he's wired me and, and how I actually would prefer it and, and bear good fruit doing it. Do you find that happens often with people? Yeah, I mean, and I grew up, you know, evangelism explosion. I don't know if you're familiar I've with never that. Heard of that, no. But it sounds exciting. <laughs> <laughs> you meet at the church, you have a kind of pep rally, sure. you go out, you know, in the neighborhoods, you knock on doors. Got it. Right. So that you grew up in that church or I, that I type up, of model. I grew model. up with that type of model, Got right? And yep. and so that, I mean, introverts already most of the time check. They're out. They're, they're out immediately, oh, yeah. right? Um, so here's the reality. And if, if you come, little shameless plug, if you come to the Art of Neighboring, yep. I'm going to talk about this. But, um, you know, engaging people of peace, there are times where we engage people through the proclamation of the gospel. Sure. Like a Joel Bomberger yep. or somebody who just feels naturally. Uh, there are times where we engage people uh, that are people of peace in power. And we have an opportunity to, yeah. to give a prophetic word, to pray for healing, to yeah. uh, pray for deliverance. Right. And it's we've met them five minutes ago, right? Yeah. And so those things are real. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm never going to say one is better than the other. I think, right. but, but there are times also where um, we engage people in passing relationships where it's, you know, the cashier at some place sure. and we engage in conversation with them and we say a quick word. 
we're planting a seed, someone else is going to water. Well, but then there's yeah. also these permanent relationships with people that where we live, learn, work, and play that uh, it may take months, even years. And so, man, I'm just hesitant to say this is the way for no, evangelism. No, no, no. And I don't think you're asking that. And, and I love what helped me. Yeah. And what I, I mean, did not, plug for the art of neighboring because yeah. that type of group is so necessary to broaden the horizon of what it looks like. Yeah. For me, it was just this pigeonholed idea. It's only like this or it's only like that. And then as I began to be exposed to other ways people have led people to Jesus, I'm like, yeah. oh, wow, that's much more my speed, so yeah. to speak, and much more exciting to know that I'm fulfilling what God calls me and commands yeah. me to do. Yep. And that's what it can look like and it can bear good fruit. Yep. And, and so if, if you're listening or, you know, that, that message, at least to me, if I was sitting in the pew, so to speak, and that mm-hmm. message was being five years ago being communicated to me, it yeah. would have been, I would have been just so elated and, and excited yeah. with that. Well, yeah, and the, the person of peace um, teaching, I think, is, is relatable, and it really is something, you know, everybody's going to have one. Like my, my hope and prayer, and yep. my, quite honestly, my expectation because of the way God works is that just opening people's eyes to the reality yeah. that there is one. And hopefully this week, even people listening to this podcast, like they've identified that one person mm-hmm. and then begin to pray for opportunities. Yep. Um, those other things are going to come. And like if, if you're listening to me this, like when you, whenever you're listening to the podcast, like you're going to have moments where the person of peace is going to open up and you're going to, you're going to chicken out and you're not going to say anything and you're not yep. going to pray with them. And you're yep. going to walk away and you're going to be like, oh, I should have, I should have, yep. I should have. But if they're a permanent relationship, then you have another yep. opportunity to, yep. And, you know, hey, you shared this the other day. How's that going? And maybe that time, you know, you have the courage to walk in obedience with the Holy Spirit's prompting and pray with them. Yeah. And, and as you do it, and as you fail, and as you do it, and as you fail, it will become more natural. Yeah. But That's so good. But, it, it, you know, give yourself grace and also recognize that, uh, I mean, as I said, it, as it says in Luke 10, I mean, we have to rely on the Lord. Mm-hmm. And he's... He's gonna help you you do it, and and the first time I the first time I I, I engaged with a person of peace and actually shared the gospel, um, I mean I'm gonna tell you as one of your pastors, like I was so nervous I thought I was gonna throw up. Yeah, like that's the reality. I feel that way right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but you know what I mean, like you know I didn't have anything as cool as we have, which is so easy, which is the four yeses. Yeah. To, that helped Dude. me, right? So, like, I just was tripping over myself oh, yeah. and everything like that. You know what? The Lord still led them to Christ anyway through yeah. me. Or, you know, I got you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they, st- they still said yes to Jesus yep. despite my horrible... Yeah, they're not saying yes to your pitch. They're <laughs> no. saying yes to a man yeah. who revealed himself. Yeah. Who, who is the desire of the nations. They, they experienced Christ and said, I desire that man. How do I find him? Yeah. So. Uh, and that's where we're empowered by the Spirit to be that for people. Yeah. Um, it's really exciting. So, uh, well done on the message. Thanks, Always man. enjoy uh, when you preach. And I'm so, I don't know, like, I love that you're on our team. And it's not, <laughs> has it even been a year yet? Not no, even. No. Um, and so, welcome, for what it's worth, welcome to the team. It's great <laughs> to have you on. Uh, and so, just so grateful for what you bring. Thanks, man. And, and I'm excited for where we're at, you know, 
two, three, six months from now as this, I mean, we're going to be finishing up our series this coming weekend. Jim's actually mm-hmm. bringing the message uh, to finish up our neighboring series, but the seeds planted in people's hearts and, yeah. and what this becomes, as well as the growth group. Again, the art of neighboring starts in a few weeks. Yeah. Registration is still open on our growth groups page on our website. Um, and so I'm just really excited for people to, yeah, be looking for that person of peace. Yeah. Uh, and just the four yeses, like those two things are, are simple to understand, to grasp, and just to take that one step. Yeah. And, you know, a number of people came up to me after Sunday to have another to have a conversation about disciple making movements. Yeah. You know, which is which is, you know, the step after that, which Mm -hmm. is the opportunity to disciple people right where they're at. Uh, And I'm excited to equip people in that as well Um, there. I think that we as a community carry a special grace for this Mm -hmm. um, within this region, because um, I don't say this in a way which, oh, this is ECC, we're so awesome. But but in a way in which we've decided to intentionally go after something that I think is, um, is, a, is an awesome opportunity for us to reach people that may have walked away from church, that, that would never walk through the doors of the church. And I, and I think there's people in our community that really have a passion for that. And so I just encourage people, yeah, hey, if... if Disciple-making movements, even what you've heard so far, really sparks an interest with you. Reach out yeah, to me. It's awesome. Um, because uh, the people that are engaged in it already and the people that have leaned into it and starting to lean into it, man, I, I think that I think that Effort of Community Church is really going to be able to see, not only within these four walls, which is going to continue to grow, continue to reach people for Jesus, but the way in which our regional um, discipleship is going to be expanded through right. through things like DMM. Uh, it's going to be really excited, not for our glory or our name, Dude, but for the name of Jesus. And so his, good. Right? So I'm excited. Yeah. Thanks for uh, who you are on the team. Thanks for bringing the message this weekend. And yep. thank you all for joining us on this week's podcast. Again, Jim Ehrman's up this weekend. Head to the Growth Groups page of our website to sign up for The Art of Neighboring. Uh, and I look forward to connecting with you once again on this podcast next week. Till then, God bless. Hey, thanks again for joining us today. We hope that you've been encouraged by listening. You can listen to previous episodes, find additional resources, and of course, learn more about us at effortofcommunitychurch.com.